two of the shop girls on my talk 1071 thanks for tuning in we're glad you're here i'm Allie with my mom harmony and it is that time in the show where we open the lines we take your questions give us a call 651-641-1071 is our number of course you can always go to the my talk app and message us there or go to my talk 1071.com and click on the shop girls page we'd love to hear from you my mother loves mail i do loves I've it. always loved mail. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's the one thing the internet has really done for me because you know it used to be you'd get mail once a day at home you well we don't get, get that ever in our neighborhood anymore <laughs> that's a whole other issue yeah, i wonder if other people day. are uh-huh. having that problem yes but um the fact that now i get mail all the time mm-hmm. you know all day long it's so wonderful i love mm-hmm. mail <laughs> why is that do you think I mean, it's fun to open stuff. Okay. Especially when it's not a bill. I just, That's the kind I like. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. No, you're absolutely right. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, wait. There is a... Did you have a question that came in that I don't know about? Um, no. We were talking earlier about um, experiences and things to do, especially when it isn't nice outside and you need to be in, but you want to do something other than just go out to eat. Um, and Mary was listening, um, and said, oh, she's, she's, um, throwing back to her childhood in St. Paul. She's coming to us from South Carolina, listeners everywhere and said she used to live off of Randolph and Hamline, Hamlin, and she loved the Grand Ham Lanes. So there you oh, go. For, wait for that. Thanks, for Mary. Bowling? Yes, for bowling. Yes. Why has our friend in Paris not contacted oh, she us has. this week? She has. We heard from Tony too. She was. Why uh, don't I hear from she her? Reached you out from her with on... the pronunciation Uh-oh. of um, Olivier? Olivier. It's Rue Stang, mm-hmm. like Dang. Roosting. Olivia. Mm-hmm. I got Olivier right. Yes. Olivier so there you Roosting. Go. You got some loyal That's listeners. The designer baby. with Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Okay. Our number is 651-641-1071 if you want to join the conversation. So there was an interesting question that Vanessa Friedman at the New York Times got. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody who is going to New York for the first time with mm. her family. First time ever. Yep. Okay. And Nancy. Gonna, Nancy was going to New York. And they she was going to Broadway shows and dinners and all that. And she doesn't want to look like a tourist. I don't blame her. So she wanted to know, you know, what would be the right thing. And I loved the way Vanessa, I know her very well. Sometimes I even call her Vani. But anyway, (laughs) uh, the way she started her answer was a better question would be what would make you not fit in. Mm -hmm. Which is true because you see everything Mm -hmm. in New York. Um, Color. Color. Color you think wouldn't make you fit Correct. in? Correct. We're black. I think a lot of New Yorkers, that's true. Mm-hmm. A lot of, uh, yeah, just sort of blending in. Yes. But on the other hand, she talks about someone like um, Andre Leontali, who was a quintessential New Yorker and obviously did not live by that. He wore bright colors and capes and hats and all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, Fran Leibowitz is another, you know, quintessential New Yorker. She... Favors men's suits. Uh, Chloe Savigny. I, I, I think that's Sevigny. how you say it. Savigny? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, she has a very eclectic wardrobe. There, you know, there, There's a different look for everyone. But she gave a few um, pointers that I think are important. Because I remember all the years of going to New York when everybody dressed up to go to the theater. And 
if you go to the theater nowadays, I think you can tell the tourists because she said New Yorkers still dress up to go to Broadway, whereas tourists come in their jeans or their shorts and sweatshirts. So she said she would definitely, you know, say dress up for for Broadway. Mm-hmm. Um, she also said not being flashy. Yeah. The muted tones, as you mentioned. But also she said more important, like when you're walking somewhere, just walk like you have a purpose. You just go straight ahead and you keep going. You don't slow down. You don't look around at things. Um, you just always have a purpose and a direction even if you have no idea of where you're going. Exactly. So I, think, I think, you know, I sort of remember the first time I took you to New York, your father and I took you, and you were shocked because of the way I crossed the street and the way, because it was different from Minneapolis. But I think you, you sort of learn that if you spend any time in New York. It's, it is a different attitude, more, more than the clothes that you wear. Yes. Okay. So, Very okay. good. So I just wanted to... Thank you for that. Sure. Um, Okay. There was, so we've got a headline here about Gossip Girl. Um, You, this was about what, going back to dressing preppy again? Gossip Girl for Grown Ups. Oh, oh, I didn't know what you were doing. Why chic women are dressing preppy again. Yeah. Are they? Apparently, uh, at least the Wall Street Journal says so, that an awful lot of them, including Eva Chen, who, what does she do now? She was, you remember her from which magazine was she in, in, um, come on, Allie, you remember these things. Eva, if you look in the article, you'll see a picture of her, Eva Chen. Oh, is now, she, no, she, she was the fashion editor for Instagram. She left. Right. Um, she was in a magazine though for a long time. Was she at InStyle? Mm. Or I don't know. Anyway, I don't know. Yes, Somebody will right. tell she us. She was in magazines, but then she crossed over to right. tech, and she was right. like the fashion editor for Instagram. Right. But I don't know if she still is. Um, I think she is. I will. F- I'll she find it. anyway. Yes, yeah, she is. She's tell the head story. of Instagram's fashion partnerships, and all of these people are dressing in. You know, there are many who said you know they they had to dress in uniforms the whole time that they went to school. And they thought they'd never want to do it again. But in fact, they're going back to this. There's a picture of her, of Eva Chen, in a very short sort of full skirt and a navy blue I don't love this. fitted blazer. I don't like it either. Yeah. But it's what many of the um, fashionistas are wearing. That it's an easy way. And even Prada, and I never can say her name correctly, her first name. Um, me, You know, what's her name? I think of Munu, but it's Mu- <laughs> Mutsi. Talking about. Prada. Oh, the, her okay. first name is M I U C C I A. Musia? Yeah. Prada? Musia Prada. Okay. And she's obviously behind Mew Mew and mm-hmm, Prada. Mm-hmm. And she. I don't think Eva Chen is working. I don't know. Her. her I'm telling you. Oh, what no, no, no. She I'm did. sorry. I'm sorry. Her Instagram says fashion at Instagram. I just told and she's you the that. author. Okay. I just was fact checking. You didn't listen. I di- I'm just fact checking. Oh, okay. Two sources. Okay. Two sources. Good. You've learned it well. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, but so many of them, including her, are wearing these sort of a more updated version of their school uniforms. Hmm. Um, and I think that's a, you know, tread lightly. Well, that. Valentino, even in Paris, showed skinny ties and schoolboy blazers. Mm-hmm. Um, she had some bright 
colors instead. But there are all, were also preppy pieces from Tom Brown and uh, Acne Studios. And Maggie Bullock, who says she, the advantage of using a dress code as a wardrobe starting point. The boarding school graduate, former fashion editor and author of the new book, The Kingdom of Prep, advocates this look as long as you're not trying to wear it as a costume. So, you know, I mean, I guess if that makes you happy and you don't have to think that much about what you're putting on because it's the same look every time, go for it. Okay. I'm not going to. <laughs> you <laughs> Just saying. All okay. right. All right. I don't want Here to. Here it goes. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for bringing us that yep. story and then telling us you don't like it. No, I don't. Okay. Um, okay. Did you have some Amazon news too? Amazon news? Yeah, you had it on the grid. Oh, that, oh. <laughs> yes, I did have it's Amazon. Your show. We're just, we're just listening. <laughs> You're just a part of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There are, you know, this is women's um, history. Not women's yes, history. history month. His- yes. Yes. His- is it? Yes. Women's yes. History Month. Yes. yes oh, gee. Yeah. Can we start over? <laughs> uh, they were listing in USA Today some 10, 10 women-owned fashion brands at Amazon that they recommend particularly. One of them is coming to the Mall of America that we mentioned last week when we were talking about all of them. The, and we didn't know if we pronounced it correctly, Gorjana. But mm-hmm. it's the jewelry. It's It's... Decent price jewelry. We're not talking. This is everyday staples. Um, and that was founded. But this is the woman's name. Now we know. Gorjana is uh, the woman who, from California, who started this company. And there are, you know, charm necklaces for $60 and coin pendants at the same price and all that. So that's one women's shop on Amazon that they recommend. Obviously, it's other places, too. Um, Eber J is a... I say Eber J. I say tomato, you okay, say Okay, just tomato. say it quickly because we got to okay. go. That is another woman's um, lingerie, pajamas, really cute things. Savage and Fenty, Kendra Scott. You can check, uh, we, we will, I'm sure that Lexi will post it, but they're all women-owned shops. Love women it. Lines that are worth checking out. Okay, it's a little hard to feel like Amazon is really authentic with any of this stuff and they're not just trying to capitalize, but whatever. But I mean, it's just an easy way to find them. Sure, sure. Good enough. Okay. All right. We'll be back. The tech report is next. Don't go away. The team you picked to win the bracket is losing their first round game. Oh, come on. Your tax guy looks at your forms and goes, Oh boy. Mm -mm. Your teen daughter says she's going on spring break to Rio. There are lots of reasons to sweat in March. The only good one is a new membership at the Y. Join and use the Y by March 31st to earn a free month. Sweat smarter at ymcanorth.org. Oh, I am ready for it. I'm ready for an update. I want to get all techie. I want to really up my game. Aren't you lucky you've tuned in just in time for my mother's tech report. The internet, it's, it's a series of tubes. Time once again for Harmony's Tech Report. Okay, let's see how much we can get in. Levi's. You are familiar with Levi's, I am, right? Mom. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, they, I'm with you so far. Ha- they are beginning to test AI-generated models. Now, I find this very interesting. So, at the Business of Fashion Professional Summit on Technology. That's a big title. Were you there? 
I can't be everywhere, <laughs> Ellie. It's very difficult. I would for think me with to AI you could be everywhere. Well, it's getting Mom. Close drones, to that. AI, getting you have close. so many tools <laughs> at your That's fingertips. True. Anyway, so at this conference, Levi's announced it's going to begin to experiment with utilizing AI generated models on their e commerce platforms. Mm-hmm. So according to them, the AI I, listen to this. The AI I'm models so will help increase diversity. Wait, what? <laughs> This is important, Allie. Yes. Okay. The AI models will help increase diversity for, by providing a wider range of sizes, skin colors, ages, and genders. So when they were asked why they are going to do AI models instead of hiring more diverse human beings, mm-hmm. their brand global head of digital said it would be impossible for us to have models that cover every combination of race ethnicity, age, body size, and body type. Why? Why would it be impossible for them to? Well, I think they're just saying that there's a lot of variables to account for. Yeah, but I mean, what I are think they they're going? lazy. I, I think they're lazy, Mom. I, I think so, too. And yes. Instead of giving humans jobs, right. they are doing this. So the experimentation Disgusting. process is still in its early stages mm-hmm. as Levi's continues to test the technology to analyze what will best maximize the customer or experience or what will sell the most genes for them. I think that's what she's really trying to say. But anyway... So that's what they're doing. Okay. So here's the latest thing. It's interesting. This whole chat GPT thing. You know, there were a couple guys, and I'm sorry, I know one's last name was Raskin, but they were on with Lester Holt. And they are very, they, I mean, they know what they're talking about. It isn't like if you and I were sitting there. They're Excuse very me. worried that this whole um, chat GPT and what is going on with AI could be disastrous for the world mm-hmm. that there could be awful things that happen that it could like they could take over mm-hmm. i mean that it's it's not as simple as well oh but people run this and so something to be aware of meanwhile do you ever use open table yes okay i think a lot of people use open table to make reservations mm-hmm. for dinners or lunch or whatever yeah. well they brunch are, even brunch even brunch. You, you could do brunch you could do cocktails <laughs> yes. there's no end to yeah. what you could do right well they are now using chat gpt mm-hmm. um and they are using this ai language model to help recommend restaurants based on data and algorithms and they say they know a thing or two about restaurants at um, Open Table. They may be the top ones on the reservation scene, but that's not going to keep them from keeping things fresh and updated. And so they said they are proud to be the first brand to bring, bring restaurant recommendations to Chat GPT. Hmm. And they are launching this. They are going to be able to give recommendations with a direct link that then can book your table on open table. They said, we're always looking for new ways to help diners discover their favorite restaurant. And now it's as easy as texting your best friend. So you can ask questions like, I have a date I want to impress. What restaurant with oysters and great cocktails are on the Upper West Side of New York. Okay. Where's a highly reviewed brunch spot I can take my mom to on Mother's Day? That just reminds me, I need to make a reservation. 
When is Mother's Day? That right now, not for Mother's oh. Day, just in general. <laughs> I've just started to oh. think about it. Okay, well, okay. Sure. don't well, let me bother so, you. So, what, why? That doesn't feel like world ending. That feels almost no, no, like no. something this, that could no, be. No, this isn't. And they said, no matter what you're searching for, you know, obviously they can help you. Mm-hmm. But they're right now they're just rolling this out gradually to Chat GPT Plus subscribers. And after they've tested it more, then they will roll it out to more people. And you can follow them on Instagram to find out when. But no, that doesn't. But what I, th- those were two different things. These men who work in the field and we're talking about it is that they think that the whole AI thing is they aren't testing it well enough and they're not putting the right. right um, the right. What do you call it? What am I trying to say? You know, the, the restrictions and all yes. so that it could get out of hand. Uh-huh. You know, Google has now got barred. Yes. So that one's out there, too. It's it's a little um, it's a little scary. Yes, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, uh, retailers are going to be doing expecting robots to be doing even more tasks by 2025. And that's very soon. Mm-hmm. We are. Just not even two years away from that. Um, retailers are seeing, they think that up to 70% of routine tasks will be done or at least partially done by robots. Wow. Um, they can obviously... What would you like robots to do for you, Mom? Make me breakfast. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> make dinner. No oh, soft-boiled eggs. No I want to tell you, I that is, yes, I would like them to make dinner. Why is it my responsibility to make dinner every night? Well, it isn't. Yeah. Does your husband make dinner at your house a lot? Oh, listen to you. Oh, with it's a problem. Sexist. <laughs> it's I mean, a problem I have. Okay. Because I just hate making dinner. Okay. <laughs> okay? I just want to say that. All right. That has nothing to do with this, however. Uh-huh. So anyway, the study that was done predicts the use of artificial intelligence will streamline streamline business operations in retail ninefold by 2025. Huh? So this is kind of an interesting thing that is going to happen. I wanted to mention while we have time, because I don't know if you can remember this. It's a couple of years ago. Um, do you remember HQ Trivia? Sure. Oh, my gosh. I, I mean, can still remember. I, phenomenons like okay. that are so fun to look back at and think, remember when we were all right. obsessed Okay. I can still that? remember talking about it for the first time, doing the show live at the Galleria. Yeah. And Scott Rogowski, who was the host, this started back in 2017, and it became unbelievably successful it went from a value of nothing to a hundred million dollars in six months and then tanked. and then it fell right so, so did anyone make any money new, or was all the no, value i would like to finish okay so there is a new film called glitch the rise and fall of hq trivia oh wow and they had is it a documentary yes um he well he told cnn or about a docudrama this. no i the thing that's amazing to me you know what he does now? What? He runs a vintage clothing store. The host? Yes. Funny. Yes, he does. Um, things, they, they had technical issues. They had all kinds of things that went on. And as, you know, everybody would stop twice a day when it was time to play HQ Trivia. Literally. And it just kind of fell apart. Mm-hmm. And so this is going to be on CNN. The CNN film Glitch, The Rise and Fall of HQ Trivia. Oh, it's it's on already. You can get it now. It started earlier in March. 
So I would think that you'd be able to to go and and hmm. look at it. But I just I thought he was like wow. at the height. Okay, uh, you know, and he was yeah. on every program and He's everything else. A and store. then boom, huh? So easy come, easy go. Yeah. So many more things to talk about. We're, no time. Actually, you still have. Oh, a do minute. I have time? Yeah, oh my god! Do. Oh my god! This is so exciting. Okay, what was I going to tell you about? Oh, now forget I forgot. it. You oh. too much time. That was just a tease. <laughs> we got to go. When we get back, time for an expert perspective on cars, no less. That's next on Shop Girls. Well, you know, Mom, yes? one of my favorite <clears throat> events, convention center events, is coming up. Oh, really? Yes, next weekend. Uh, the Twin Cities Auto Show. I love uh, I love the auto show. Love how it. did I not know this about you? Oh, I've told you many times. Really? You just don't listen to me. Yes. I've tried not to. No, yes. I love it. I love it. But I'm always, you know, it's a little overwhelming. It's so much to take in. And yeah. I'm never sure, you know, what should I really ask? What should I prioritize? Right. What should I be looking for sure. in a new car now? You know what I think we need? What? Let's ask an expert. Good. We need an expert, expert. Time now for the shop girls to ask. She really knows what she's talking about. He knows everything, everything. An actual expert. Hear that? We got an expert here. We have Scott Lambert. He is truly an expert. He's the president of the Greater Metropolitan Automobile Dealers Association of Minnesota. That's a big And title. it's a big week as he's getting ready for the Twin Cities Auto Show. Scott, thanks for taking a minute to chat with us. Well, ladies, I'm so excited to be here. It's about time I got on with the shop girls. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> We've been waiting for Must you. Must be so exciting so, for you. So tell us, um, this is the 50th anniversary auto show in the wow. Twin Cities. Congratulations on that. that yeah, thank you. Yeah, we, we, it's, it's been, it is the biggest consumer show uh, in Minnesota by far. And uh, we're excited to be back at the Minneapolis Convention Center this year. And we open up on a Friday. Normally we open up on a Saturday, but uh, in in deference to Easter Sunday, the following weekend, we decided to open up on Friday and end on Saturday. I love it. And you know what? I think a lot of schools are starting spring breaks. I know my kids are off on Friday. It would be a good day to to (laughs) slip in right at the beginning. So tell us what you are excited about. What's new? You always have some new attractions. I still think about doing that Jeep ride where you got to go climb. Like, are you going to have any cool interactive exhibits like that this year? Yes, yeah, we're we're back with all of that. Uh, the fun thing about the show, it kind of reflects the what's going on with the industry. So uh, you know, we, we we've been a little bit uh, constricted on inventory. Yeah. So the footprint of the show is a little bit smaller, but on the other hand, we we've brought some of the some of the best display of new uh, prototypes and 2024s that we've ever had. So it's going to be a really fun show in terms of product. Okay. Uh, that we're going to have. Cool. And yeah, Camp Jeep is coming back. Plus, we've added the Ram track. Uh, What's that? Plus, we've got uh, ride and drives. Mm. And we've probably got, uh, there's probably, by the time we're done, we're probably have about 30 vehicles that you could test drive right at the show. Right in the show. Really? That's like, amazing. I mean, real cars? Like, not, not real the cars. They're not rides. toy cars, Mom. No, no, no. no but they're I mean, they're cars. not these, you know, like the, you know, hard to do kind of things. Just real hard cars. Hard to do. No. That you can try. Yes. No, real cars. Like, real cars. Okay. Well, we can, we'll do Dodges and uh, Challengers and Chargers, VWs, bringing a nice, uh, nice spread of vehicles, Toyota. And then we have our own multi-brand uh, electric ride and drive, which is powered by Excel. And we'll have, you know, electric is kind of where it's at in the car business right, right. now. And so we'll have more than ever uh, electric. I think we've got 14 different electric vehicles 
uh, in the ride and drive, and Scott, you'll be able Scott, to uh, um, take off in a lot of fun stuff. Scott, you know, I think everybody automatically <laughs> thinks electric car is Tesla, and that's the thing. There no. are so well, a lot of people do because okay, they were like, right. you know, the one up. But there are a lot of companies making electric cars now. Correct? Yeah, all the manufacturers. You'll see electric vehicles in almost every display on the show floor. All the manufacturers are coming out with electric vehicles. Uh, and, and, and it's just a question of what kind you would like. You want a luxury vehicle, a starter vehicle, an SUV, a pickup truck? I mean, it, it's a question of what you want. But, but, uh, Tesla is going to be left in the dust, uh, by Ooh. all this. Oh, you heard it here. Yeah, I'm glad to hear that. Scott said it. You're we right. didn't. I'm you know, it down there. Yeah. But I mean, I, I have been hearing increasingly that, th- that we're reaching the point where electric vehicles are now going to be like comparable norm. in price to gas vehicles. Is that what you're seeing, Scott? I mean, do you feel like, I mean, are the prices now equivalent? Well, the prices are not quite equivalent. Um, they are coming down. Plus, uh, if you if you're careful when you shop, you can get deals either from the manufacturer or at federal tax credit oh, uh, to right. help knock down the price of those vehicles. So, so this is a good time to come to the show, look at what's available, do some shopping. You know, the beauty of the show is you can go from brand to brand to brand and and compare right. uh, in whatever class of vehicle you're looking at, and yeah. you don't have to run all over town to do that. What are, are there- your favorites? <clears throat> what are your favorite electric cars right now? Well, uh, I'm excited to see the new Mercedes. Mercedes has two new vehicles, uh, electric vehicles. Uh, these people know how to build cars. Yeah. And uh, we'll have those both in the in the ride and drive. So, um, so it'll be fun to take a look at those and look at the performance on those. What about one that's kind of the best bang for the buck at the at the entry level price point for an electric vehicle? Well, um, we're going to have it back this year. We had it last year again, but it's the Hyundai Ionic. Mm. Uh, is a is a good uh, good solid kind of it's in it's in kind of the starter range mm-hmm. of vehicle. We've also got the VW um, the Volkswagen ID4 I, uh, is is um, very popular. Uh, mm-hmm. In fact, one of our staff people just bought one of those, so it's, mm-hmm. it's a good good uh, starter vehicle for people who want to get into electric. That's great. So, in besides electric, which feels like where there's so much momentum right now, what else are you expecting people to be asking for? What are the big things that people are looking in for? In their right cars, now? you mean? In their yeah, vehicles? Yeah, just, yeah, or type of vehicle or. Well, we're a truck state. Almost yes. 90% of all the vehicles we sell are trucks. You're kidding. In Minnesota. Wait, 80%? No, it's, it's, yeah. Oh. Yeah, almost 90%. It's uh, by trucks, it's pickup trucks, SUVs. Some classes of minivans. Uh, Minnesotans like to buy trucks. We we outkick the national average in that well, respect. I, if so you're, if you're including SUVs, I get that yeah. because everybody well, wants a four wheel drive. It doesn't vehicle surprise here. me because I can never find my car in a parking lot because it's little and it's in between <laughs> all of these SUVs. Yes, for sure, it's not <laughs> That's easy. Right. That's right. But if you if you are into trucks, you're going to want to get into the GMC display. They've got uh, two of uh, their new Sierras, their 2024 Sierras. Mm-hmm. Are, are going to be there, and that's it's going to be super popular uh, cool. for them. Very cool. So, and but the thing that I always send people to, and it's really back in a big way this year, is luxury lane. Oh, and we're going to have Bentley and Maserati oh. and Aston Martin and uh, Lexus will be back with a display. Uh, it's going to be great. Volvo is our car of the show. Their new their new electric vehicle. Mm. Um, uh, it's it's we've got luxury is back in a big big way at the auto show. 
You can dream. What about concept cars, like things that are really in the future? What what is? I mean, it feels like the future is here. So, what is there to look forward to? (laughs) Yeah, the concept cars are all over the show floor. Frankly, you know, they don't. They don't. The factories don't build futuristic cars like they used to. No, because that's Um, the norm. It's just too. They can do it all kind of on computer now, and it's just got to be right too expensive for them. But there's a lot of prototypes, a lot of 2024 things that that will be out soon, but you cannot find in dealerships right now. And those will be all over the floor. Got it. Of the show. Um, Scott, we are the shop girls. You know that. We, we we love a deal. And you hinted at it at the beginning that, I mean, it's been sort of a, a, a crazy market where sometimes used cars have been going for more than new cars and, and there's yeah. been inventory issues. So where do you think we're at right now? And, and what are the what's the best approach if you're really in the market to buy a car right now? What I tell everybody to do is be patient. Uh, the choosier you are, the fussier you are about what type of car you want, uh, it's going to take a little longer to get. Mm-hmm. Uh, the manufacturers, uh, the dealers, excuse me, went from 90-day supply pre-pandemic to zero days mm-hmm. supply on their lots. And now we're kind of creeping up to 10 or 15 days. So there's a little bit more inventory around. Not a lot, but, Not a lot. but for the most part, consumers have been good about uh, okay, this is what I want, and and then they work with the dealer to get it built and delivered. And it depends, you know, the fussier you are, the longer you might have to wait if you're willing to uh, to not, you know, to not worry about the color or the trim level or that sort of thing. Then then your your vehicle is probably but a little bit closer to you. Are the days so, so of be ne- patient and and know what you want when are you the, go in? Are the days of negotiating on price over? No. Well, uh, <laughs> yeah. You, for the most part, most of the dealers are one price sellers. Uh, um, uh, there's always a question of what your, your trade in is worth, um, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, for the most part, you know, I, I just don't get complaints uh, about how their uh, customers are being handled by dealers. I think our dealers handle their customers in a very professional uh, manner and uh, and are very uh, very polite and ready to take care of their needs. Okay. Yeah, remember when it used to be like you'd see and they'd go into the office. Oh, yeah, write it down on a piece of paper. Yeah. This is what I can do for you. Yeah. It makes it easier to comparison shop, though, when you know that it's much more upfront on pricing. Yeah. Well, the the internet has helped a lot, and Mm -hmm. and customers are a lot more knowledgeable when they come into the stores, and that's that's fine. That's yeah. It's made it easier well, on everyone. A, so it's a big just purchase. Less, yeah. And well, Scott, yeah, when you're saying exactly. when you're saying that about you know being patient, but are you talking be patient like it could take six months, it could take a year? You know how how patient? Well, uh, it, uh, it it really depends on what you're looking for. Uh, if it's a hot model and you're looking for a very specific. Uh, color and trim package on it, it could take months. Oh, it could. Uh, if it's something relatively common uh, and you're not as fussy about it, it could either they have it on the lot right now or it might take a couple weeks. But, yeah. oh, but best just to shop when be it's ready not for that. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, Scott Lambert, thank you so much for all the good information. The Twin Cities Auto Show opens March 31st. That's this coming Friday, and it's open through April 8th at the Minneapolis Convention Center. You can go to TwinCitiesAutoShow.com to get more details, get your tickets, and uh, it's going to be a big and party. You know what? What? I, I'm going to tell this one thing that everybody should know because what? the tickets for adults, yeah. 60 up, are $12 online, 17 on site. Mm-hmm. Half price. Wednesday on Ooh. April 5th. Is that right, Scott? 
Well, I'm That's reading right. it on yep. your website. Okay. Half Price Wednesday, April 5th, 10 a.m. to 9 p.m., 8.50. Ooh, so that's a real a deal. deal. Then you could buy a fancier car. <gasps> yes. If you save that Perfect. on the ticket. Right there. <laughs> Maybe we can get that Mercedes. Oh, absolutely. No doubt. <laughs> Come on, I'll look for you down there. Hope to see you. Sounds good. Scott, thanks so much for all the good information. And congrats on the 50th annual Twin Cities Auto Show coming up this week. Thank you, ladies. Have a great day. Thank you, too. you too. We will be back to wrap up Shop Girls right after this. Welcome back. Thanks for joining us today. It's been a really fun show. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. Uh, you are listening to the Shop Girls. What do we? What did we not cover, Mom? Before we get to well, some deals and deals. I, you know, shoes. We know how important you know Nikes are. You know, in sneakers. Important to in what way? Well, people collect them. Oh, they, I, see. I mean, they display them. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I mean, it's like a really big deal. Yes. So Nike is now going to release the Air Max Pulse next week. They are going to do this, and it's part of their Air Max franchise. Um, apparently, this is the shoe that actually they introduced tomorrow tomorrow's the 26th isn't it it sure is okay that's when they're introducing it apparently it would seem that this is the shoe that gen z wants that's they want because they want i gotta look it up they want a classic air max that they can call their own they don't want it to be for another generation they want it to be for them it's the pulse not the plus pulse okay p-u-l-s-e Okay. Okay. Here's the story. Here's what to expect from Air Max Day. Okay. Well, let me finish and then you can continue. They have a day. The shoes have a day. Of course they have a day. This is a really big thing. Okay. So the whole idea is to um, have, they want a street engineered durable shoe that has a lifestyle identity, whatever the heck that means. Okay. And they start building a franchise around this. So the Air Max. Pulse has large air bubbles on the midsole, similar to the Air Max 270 that I know you're familiar with, and it also draws from the London music scene, according to Nike. Wow. Whatever that means. And the shoes will feature a new Air Max branding on the heel mm-hmm. and new upper. Did you see the new Air Max and, slides? You know how kids wear those? Oh, yeah. You know, those like are kind of cool. They look much fancier than yeah, like they the do. old sort of But so, Adidas Air Max Day mm-hmm. marks the anniversary of the very first Air Max release in 1987. How about and if that? you're a sneaker collector, mm-hmm. and I know you are, mm-hmm. uh, people wear, to celebrate the day, they wear their favorite, favorite Air Max sneakers. And since 2014, Nike's released sneakers from their Air Max vault to mark the occasion. I mean, this is a big deal to sneaker lovers, okay? Okay. So, um... I got it. Yeah. I mean, don't, uh, you know, don't fool around all with right, well, sneaker lovers. All right, well, while you're lovers. on the subject of shoes... Yes. What about Allbirds? Well, Allbirds has created a zero-carbon shoe. Mm-hmm. So, and they believe, anyway, that it is the very first zero carbon shoe. It's called, it's not spelled quite the same way. It's called the Moonshot. And it's spelled M-O dot O-N shot. Mm -hmm. And they uh, are very excited about this because they say they've achieved this without relying on carbon offsets, which is what causes emissions and all of that sort Mm -hmm. of thing. So it uses carbon negative materials like 
um, merino wool and sugar cane based foam. Mm-hmm. The eyelets are made of wow. bioplastic. Fascinating, the stuff it you is. Can turn I mean, into. who could, yeah. who would ever guess that you could do this? So they're going to show the shoe in June at the Global Fashion Summit in Copenhagen, and then it will be out sometime after that. So okay, yeah. Um, can we switch gears completely? Because I don't want to end the show without touching on Christina Applegate. Oh. And I mean, talk about yep. outrageous. Yep. This this commentator. I don't even want to say her name. I know. This this conservative commentator who basically was mocking yep. the um so Christina Applegate, who we know is is suffering from um MS, MS right? Right. Mm-hmm. Um and her appearance has changed. And of course, you know, she's gained I mean, weight. She's she uses a cane. Yeah. She needs people to help her. But she's doing all. right. So she is is she just um promoting or is she part of this line? It's an adaptive clothing no. line? No. Well, first of all, the, no, the Skims campaign. Skims is part okay, of so Kim was, Kardashian's Got it. Line. Okay, so it was two separate things. It was just that she was mocking. This she, commentator was right. mocking this a adaptive in a clothing campaign and right. saying this is just ridiculous Yes, to and, show clothes on right. a model in a wheelchair. Right. And she just thought it was a terrible thing and it was absolutely effing gross and all of that. She she called... No, 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 no. Wait. You, yes. A, no, Christina Applegate said that. That no. it was... That oh, the, excuse me. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Yes. But But Owens had... had complained about the whole thing and said it was ridiculous yeah. on her podcast. Right. And, who, and who, what, Apple in what Gates world said, would you say that a clothing that's adapted for people for who people, right, to help people be able to differently dress. differently abled. Right. Yes. Exactly. Why would you Re-abled. mock that? Okay. So she spoke out as somebody who is now differently abled and understands. Right. And, and, and she said to her, Candace Owens, do you know what when you have seen pictures of me, how hard it was for me to get clothes on, a team has to help me. So I'm excited for accessibility clothing for me and my community. Hmm. And I mean, this Skims line, is it's part of Kim Kardashian's um, shape. I hope line. that Christina Applegate gets a big fat contract out of it. Not that that's what she was looking no, for, but I just, no. that is so despicable. No, and she wrote it, and afterwards she tweeted again and said, I'm calming down. Yeah. And I'm doing this out of love. If she would call me, I would be happy to explain things to her. Yeah. But it's I just, just so unbelievable understand. how people think speak like before that. you speak. That would, that is the message sense. there. All right, yeah. let's get to a couple of steals and deals really quick. Okay, well, we gave you a big one last hour, but to reiterate, the um, the De Bomb Fizzers, the Bath Bomb Girls right. from Edina, they're having their first ever warehouse sale, and it is it starts on the thirtieth. Thirtieth, it of starts. March. It's Thursday to Sunday, um, <clears throat> and they're going to have deals up to eighty percent off. We'll put a link on the Shop Girls page. You can uh, you can find all the details on Facebook. It's it's in Edina, and it's going to be a great sale. Really fun to stock up on all of their products and get some amazing yeah, deals. They've never there. done this before, so no. that's exciting. Um, we have so many others. I'm trying to decide what to get to next. Uh, so we the the flower show, the flower experience opens at the Galleria um, tomorrow. tomorrow. That's going to be and a the, big one, right? And Quincy Street Makers Market um, is happening on Sunday from eleven to four. It's first market in the space. This is in Northeast Minneapolis. There'll be dozens of local makers 
Uh, so it, they're, they're going to have 80 different vendors making that are selling handmade goods. Um, so, and there will be a cash bar. So mm. that's non-alcoholic beverages. Very good. Um, if you want of more flowers, more indoor flowers, you can't get enough of it. There's one happening on the east side of town, too, at the Como Park Conservatory. Oh. Their winter flower show um, is going to open, is it today or is it next? Yeah, it opens today. So go today. Oh, good. And it'll be open through April. So you have plenty of time to get over there as well. Um, Irving, at Lake and Irving, they're doing a spring market this weekend. Um, that would be fun to shop as well. Well, um, and I want to give a big shout out to the mustache cat. We had the founder on the show when she first opened. They just right. celebrated their first first anniversary this week. It was the same day as your birthday, Mom. Oh, was it? So happy birthday to you and happy birthday to Mustache Cat. I'm so mm-hmm. glad it's going well. If you haven't been yet, it's an adorable store um, at 500 Lexington Parkway in St. Paul. Definitely check it out. Yep. Have Sounds a great weekend, good. everybody.